0: Hi, I've liked it, day, Now it's me, Alan Smith, where we'll we publish stories with today's paper on Monday, July 24th. So, a front page of paper today is um, Doc Worker Dies Falling Horror Harbor Accident. So, very good dean. And um, family and friends have uh, spoken of their sorrow. After a dock worker named locally as Abby Ross died in a tragic accident at the weekend. Mr Ross was unloading a vessel at Aberdeen South Harbour when it is understood a number of pipes fell via sling and to the hold. He suffered serious injuries in the incident which brought police, fire and Coast Guard rescue teams to the our key on Saturday. An investigation involving the health and safety executive is underway. Last night friends and family shared tributes on social media praising his fit bar, pool and snooker skills and sense of humour. Other tributes were posted on the Growing Up in Northfield, Aberdeen Facebook page. Uh, the Danish firm Lauritsen, whose vessel Mr. Ross was unloading, sent every sympathy and condolence to his family, and said they would assist the investigation. Well, what a job, um, you know, obviously a tragic uh, thing If it has happened there, and hopefully they'll get to the bottom of it sooner uh, rather than later. And a day about the investigation, who are involved with them, um, it's very boy. Sounds like a right good lad of his. Uh, you know, he was a fat bar pool player, snooker lad, and a good sense of humour. fit it may, could you went um, tragedy for him and, and obviously for his family, if was left behind, now But um, yeah, it's uh, not a near good story to start off the day, I'm afraid. <coughs> now here's a, a nail licence, but a tyre fitter set off in a joyride. So, tyre fitter Ryan Laird took a Volkswagen for the business he worked for in a joyride. So he had no licence or insurance and crashed into a bus stop. So that was never a good day for him. in Sheriff Court heard the 21-year-old drove the car dangerously before colliding with the bus stop and then smashing into a white Peugeot. The force of the crash caused the front wheel to detach the court head. Um, fiscal Deputy Georgia Laird, <laughs> in relation I hope, to him, said that around 20 by 2 on July 26 last year, Laird drove at high speed in Victoria Road in Torrey, and as he had turned onto St. Phytics Road, lost control of the car. He then got out of the car and fled fat, but the bobby struck him down. <laughs> that is um, pretty good. Um, he admitted driving dangerously and driving without insurance. Uh, Defence solicitor Alex Byrne told the court his client had uh, decided to take a car for a test drive. Okay, well... I wonder if he took a Hill kind of entrance, but just never crashed him. Uh, he removed the car from the garage without their permission, he lost his job as a result. So Sheriff Margaret Hodge told Laird, It seems to me if you adopted more sensibly, you wouldn't be in court today. <laughs> she she could say that to everybody was up in court, uh, Mrs. Hodge. Uh, I'm sure you regret this decision. She fined Laird of Scottsdale Gardens over a total of £840 pound and disqualified him from driving for a year. He will also have to set an extended version when he does get around to sit in his test. So, well, that was an expensive um, uh, bogus year and um, 840 pound barn for a year and in an extended version, cheaper. People look if he's passed his test, I a pinch, yeah. Now here's a campaign and groups gathered to protest outside Marshall College. So anti-cuts campaigners have gathered outside Marshall College in Aberdeen. Aberdeen Trades Union Council, TUC, and community-based anti-cuts campaign groups gathered at Broad Street on Saturday. Uh, they were gathering as part of the People's Assembly National Day of Action to say enough is enough. Protesters demanded action on food poverty and the cost of living crisis, which they say affects millions of workers, benefit claimants, pensioners and kids. They banged drums and played music at the beginning of the protest, receiving interested looks from passers-by. One of the groups was Aberdeen is Jess Conard. <laughs> so, quite a good name here. Representative Laura MacDonald stood up and spoke to the protesters. She said the cuts are having a devastating impact on the folk in the communities of Aberdeen. We went to send a message to local councillors. Uh, Westminster and Scottish government said enough is enough. Several protesters held up banners and placards. Uh, Freya for in Woodside, come along to the protest to make her voice heard. Um, saying the Conservatives should never be trusted. She said, we need to get folk uh, and be heard. There's no point sitting on a, a couch, that's for the Tories are bugging on with folk being fed up. Also at the protest was campaigners against the proposals to build on St Vitex Park in Torrey. Uh, Ishbal Sand spoke against the proposals to build an energy transition zone in Torre's only green space uh, to be used as a sewage treatment works and landfill site. Well, that's a bit harsh, I think. But, um, oh, well, well, at least I did not have a bad day for it. And, um, you know, going by the foot there's at least a dozen of them. So, um, we'd be in like a little choir maybe from there singing at the start. But, um, yeah, well, at least they're free to say what they want to say. Now, here's a TV show uh, for cycle hero Josh. So, in the Herald, but a cyclist hoping to be the first Scottish winner at uh, the Tour de France, will be the subject of a new TV documentary showcasing his journey uh, through depression to a world record. John Quigley, first 30 Phil Livingston attempted to take his own life in 2015, uh, but despite not having uh, cycled since he was a, a loon, he got on a bike and has never looked back. He seen started to set himself challenges. Included into to cycle uh, around the world, <coughs> which he did, despite a major accident. Uh, the documentary will air on BBC One, at helped seven on Friday, July 28th. So, creaky, well, absolutely, you know, well done to him, because that's um, a heck of a turnaround, and it uh, just shows you if you get into something that you're passionate about, you know, life takes on a hell new meaning, so well done to him, and it looks like it'll be a, a very good uh, story on Friday night on BBC One. Now, it's a possum result for Teen and his dog at World Event. So, a teenager faced on Haven and his cocker spaniel claimed victory in this year's Junior Open Agility World Championships. Uh, Dylan Osborne, first 17, and his dog uh, Jelly, first uh, uh, five, competed over two rounds to be crowned the under-19 Junior Dog Agility World Champion. The pair competed against several other duos down in Warwickshire, Earlier this morning managed to see them off easily. Posting a time of only 30 seconds with no faults, Dylan said the competition was high stakes as they had been preparing for two years almost every day to perfect their course runs. Crikey. Um, he said, coming into the last event, it was quite high stakes with a lot of folk watching when up onto the starting line having finished top in the first round. He says, I felt good. We managed to do the run without any no faults. Posting the fastest time and then it all kicked in that I was a world championship my whole team was standing at the finish line. My best mate since I was little was there. I hugged him, hugged my mum, and then sat down my dog and gave her a treat. Um, he says it was lots of happy emotions because it was something I'd went through for a long time and maybe something I didn't believe I could have won. Um, so, well, <laughs> um, throughout the championships, Dylan and uh, Geely were nearly perfect in all four runs. Following his win, he received a trophy, medals, as well as lots of dog toys, uh, sure to keep Geely happy. She's been part of the Osborne family since she was a puppy and has been a loyal companion with a healthy, competitive nature, according to Dylan. Well, that's fantastic, you know, for a, a loonie, you can see, especially the dog, Dina, you know, the agility. It looks like it's gone, like a clapper running away up and it would have seized her thing and, um, and just running for Archworth. So uh, well done to the pair of them. Fantastic effort. And, uh, you know, Stonehaven's just a place that never ceases to amaze you. Now, just finish up with sport as normal. And the back page paper is um, Morris gets boost by Robson's wise words. So, this is Winger Shane Morris has revealed how talks with boss by Robson boosted his confidence and left him ready to make an impact in the new season. The 21 year old insists words of wisdom and support for Robson have left him in a better place after a frustrating debut campaign for the Dons. A hamstring injury that uh, required surgery wrecked the Winger's first season up to So, 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 here's hoping he's. Um, it seems to have a good pre-season this year and he's um, tapped up and ready to go. And, uh, you know, hopefully it'll make a, a big odds to how he uh, performs for the Dons this season. But, uh, wish him all the best anyway, the And uh, come on, everybody. <coughs> <coughs> now, that's made done for the notes, we will be popular today's present journal on Monday, uh, 24th of July, 2023. And, um, it'll been too bad a day and so today. It's quite yeah, rain on anyway, the I've seen. And, uh. You know, selling this on every single call, and uh, just fine for going about. Um, this one did both good for him in but never bad a far So, um, anyway, thank you very much for listening to this podcast. New no, hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please make sure and tell a pal about it. Um, um, you know, there's heaps and heaps of all episodes of so folk would like to listen to them. And if um, you want to follow us on Spotify, then that is um the best way to make sure you never miss an episode. So. If you can de that would just be tapped up. In the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. doodle kind of loop.